I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you And may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. Welcome to Devotionals from Dad. This devotional is entitled, Car Study versus Bible Study. What is the process that you go through when you are making a new car purchase? How much time do you invest studying the vehicle you're about to purchase before you buy it? I will spend some time comparing features and comparing prices, but altogether, I doubt I spend more than an hour or two for a couple of days, definitely less than a week, before I make the purchase. I may look at and test drive several cars before I decide, but in the big scheme of things, I do not invest a lot of time. The cost of new vehicles being so much, it is a decision that must be discussed between my wife and I because it could potentially be a life-changing decision. Or at the very least, we will have to change our spending habits, maybe put in some extra hours at work or dip into the rainy day fund to pay for the license and taxes after the purchase. How different would the car industry be if we treated purchasing a new car like we do Bible study? How would the salesman at the dealership react if you ask him for a copy of the owner's manual to the vehicle so you could study it before you bought it? Once you receive the manual, you take it home, you spend one, maybe two hours a week really studying each section of the manual, then you put it away till next week. I know this sounds ridiculous. By the time you have read through the manual, made yourself familiar with every aspect of the car, it would be sold or next year's model would come out and it would be different, and you'd have to start your process all over again. In the book of Matthew, Jesus gives the disciples the Great Commission. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The most important word in these verses is the very first word, go. When you finally make that new car purchase, you don't spend months studying the car before you drive it. You get in the car, and you go, and you drive it until the day comes when you don't understand something about the car. Then you get out your owner's manual, and you study it until you figure out your problem. I'm not saying you shouldn't attend Bible study on a regular basis and gain every ounce of knowledge you can about the Scriptures. No, not at all. What I am saying is that you need to put feet to your faith. What good does all that knowledge do if you never use it to witness to the lost? How different would church, 
the even the entire world even be today if the disciples had listened to Jesus' words and then started their own weekly Bible study on them and never followed through with Jesus' command to go. As Christians, we have a duty to go, make disciples, teach, and baptize. Although the command was initially given directly only to Christ's 11 apostles, it is a directive to all Christians of every time and every place. Mark chapter 16, verse 20. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the message by accompanying signs. We need the whole church to band together to minister to the whole world. We have three options in responding to the Great Commission. Go, send, or disobey. There are many ways to participate in the Great Commission, and each is an extension of God's individual call on your life. What God does not do is leave us an option to not participate at all. We must go. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. It is my sincere hope that something in this devotional touched your heart. I hope that somehow you found some tidbit of wisdom that you can treasure in your heart. More importantly, I hope that you share this with someone that needs to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Love you, Dad.